This show is a member of the Planetside Podcast Network. To learn more, go to planetsidepodcasts.com. Maybe I can just read the Mike Huckabee tweet. God. And I can just say, this is your federal government. <laughs> Do you like it? <laughs> you take the corn cob and you rub it betwixt your cheeks. Wait, the entire cob? You eat the corn on the cob so that you yeah. just have, like, the thing. Then you... Take the corn cob, yes, the whole corn cob, and you rub it betwixt your cheeks after you take a big shit, and you use that to wipe the shit from your ass, and then you do not flush it. You throw it into the trash can. You do not flush it. Okay, so you know what's really funny? What? When I read that tweet, I was like, is he telling us to use husks as as toilet paper? Yes, God. Yes, God, he is. Okay. I thought he actually meant the whole corn cob. No, eat the corn off of the cob and then use the husk. It's toilet paper. No, just the husks. Like you the take husks. the leaves off. You use the leaves. No, no, it's also the cob. Oh my God. It's the cob. What's wrong with the South? This is why we kick their asses. Welcome to I Shouldn't Have to Say This, where we discuss topics we believe require some critical and nuanced thinking. If you want to get in touch with us, you can email us at saythiscast at gmail.com, follow us on Twitter at saythiscast, and go to saythiscast.com to hear previous episodes. So let's say you're walking down the street and a mugger jumps out from a dark alleyway and sticks you up with a knife. He says, give me all your money. And you're sitting there looking at him and you see out of the corner of your eye that there's a police officer driving by. You say, okay, okay, okay. And you start to deal with the mugger. You fully expect the police officer to stop the exchange, but then the cop just keeps on driving. But not before he makes eye contact with you and sees the terror in your eyes. The mugger finishes up taking everything you have on your person, and other than being a bit shaken, you're ultimately physically unharmed. But you walk away wondering specifically why that cop drove by you. Why didn't he enforce the rules of society? And well, you see, because he's in a position of power, and he has the ability to decide whether or not he's going to enforce the rules that day. Unfortunately for you, the cop decided that he didn't feel like stopping that mugging, but he could have. And so, while we're going through this pandemic, think to yourselves, the United States government is likely the most powerful government in all of the world. So why can't we get the things that we need in order to stop this mass death from occurring? And maybe I shouldn't have to say this, but the answer is because the government, the federal government, they choose to be incompetent, and they choose to let us die. Welcome, party people, to I Shouldn't Have to Say This, the chaotic good podcast where we talk about stuff and things, like the coronavirus and why the union should not exist. Unironic anarchy. Yay! Yay. Anyways, I'm Nicole, and I'm joined here today by my co-host, I'm genre. And like I mentioned earlier, we're going to be talking about the, the Rona. I do want to say that we know that you're hearing a lot about this. 
and that if you listen to other politics or or current events podcasts, which you probably do if you're listening to us, then you've heard them talk about this, too. But one, it's important. It's important to talk about this. It's important to stay informed about this. I know it can be kind of exhausting sometimes, but we need to make sure that we know what's going on. Two, hopefully we will be giving a different spin, a different take on thinking about this issue. Third, uh, apparently um, Nicole is going to advocate for the dis- the, <laughs> the destruction of the union. Um, so that's new. I haven't heard that on on like worst year ever or something. So there you go. Yeah. So here's where I go mask off and say that I'm probably an anarchist. Like I believe in probably, probably guessed that already an anarcho syndicalist society, but like that designation is meaningless in our current society because it wouldn't come about for like probably many thousands of years. But mm-hmm. that's where my perspective on this is coming from. So I want to preface all of the many things I'm going to talk about with one fundamental thing. Humans form governmental bodies for only a couple of reasons. For a higher level of safety, a roof over your head, food in your belly, and water. Those are the four things people look towards society and governments for. If a government or a society cannot provide these essentials, it's failing its most basic imperative simply put it's a failure and it should be ashamed of itself (laughs) go sit in the corner government man think about what you did is canada americans dunce cap yeah cool okay so the united states and many other capitalist countries for a very long time have been failing this imperative Um, But we kind of amble along pretending like it's not happening because it's not affecting the broad majority of our populations. But coronavirus has exasperated these problems to the point where they can no longer be avoided in our day to day life. Let's talk about rent really quick. (laughs) Oh, boy. The majority of people, I would say, or at least like a sizable amount of people are not going to make their rent on the first of the month. They're out of work. Their hours at the job got lowered down to zero because the company's too pussy to fire them instead of putting them on furlough, etc. It's just something that's happening to a lot of people. The unemployment numbers right now are pretty frightening, and some projections have put them at 30%, which is five points higher than the Great Depression. Jesus. You know dire straits for a lot of americans but the other thing that's true is that on the first of the month i would say that probably the majority of those people who are unemployed and who are definitely not going to make their rent are probably not going to get kicked out of their apartments yeah so how could that be right because you know you, you pay the rent you keep the place that's how it's supposed to work right so what happens if I told you that um, all of that was made up bullshit and it wouldn't matter at all if not for the police? Because it's true. You just stay there. So like in the world's most natural state, if your ass resides in a place, 
that place is like, you know, where you reside. I'm not going to say that you have ownership of it, but it's space that you reside in and nobody can push you out of that spot if not for the force they exert on you. This was the same principle that exists right now as we speak. And yet, you know, there are certain hurdles that we have to cross in order to reside in the places that we stay. For a lot of people, that hurdle happens to be rent. You have to pay rent to stay somewhere. But the part of the equation that we don't often talk about is that you have to pay rent to stay somewhere or else you'll be displaced from that spot. And right now, a lot of governments are noticing, hey, we probably shouldn't turn hundreds of Americans out onto the street while a massive pandemic is happening. That's right. So for practical and probably moral reasons as well, a lot of places are saying, um, rent freeze. And a lot of individuals, even in the places that aren't uh, practicing a rent freeze, are saying, well, I can't make rent. Yeah. Guess I'm not paying. You can kick me out when you kick me out, but I can't pay. I am a turnip. You can't bleed me. Yeah, start start eviction proceedings. Go, go, go right ahead. Yep. I'm sure a judge will hear that case right now. Yeah. What I'm trying to say is that um, we live in a society, <laughs> a bunch of rules that are arbitrarily thought of that we all agree to follow because if we don't agree to follow those things the consequences will be horrible brutish and probably kill us literally literally one of the things that we've all agreed on is maybe we shouldn't kill each other uh that's not that's not enforced by nature or anything that's just something that we thought up yep it, it, like every other rule I, I believe the rules of society like at, at, at their core they, they are important obviously to make sure that everybody has those four things that that nicole was talking about but we really have to recognize that they there's no like god-given right that's not a thing Unless you're religious or something like this, th this is something that we've agreed is so important that everybody gets it. That's that's what those rights are. And even if you are religious, you don't follow every doctrine in your holy book to the letter because it's not legal by our modern standards. You still exactly. have to agree to abide by our moral standards. Exactly. Um, but that's just it. It's morality. It's not real. It's it's deeply malleable. I think that's my point. Yes, that's a that's a w good way of, of putting it. We have these rules in society, but they aren't set in stone. Yeah. And right now, you might be hearing a lot from federal organizations, from private organizations and state governments that we can't do stuff. We can't give Americans $2,000 a month to keep them from ending up on the street and hungry and also literally killing each other for like a scrap of bread. We can't stop the power company from turning the power off after the period they've decided that they're going to keep the power on. We can't close down the stock market. We can't tell manufacturers to manufacture more of the things that we need in order to get people treated for this. And all of those can'ts are not can'ts. They are won'ts. Or, more accurately, it would not be profitable for us to do that. And that should piss you off. That's right. The power of all of these things should not ultimately reside 
in the hands of private organizations because that's what government is for yeah it, the, it like like we need electricity like there's there's no way around that we need electricity and we know that because we the government has designated it as a utility <laughs> it's a utility so if the government says don't turn it off they can't turn it off so that means they had the ability to just not turn it off in the first place. Yeah, the government has been choosing to make you pay for all sorts of essentials that they know are essentials because reasons. But it's yes. not because they couldn't choose to say power is a human right, internet is a human right. It's because it wouldn't be profitable to do so. That's right. Also relevant... Currently, mayors and governors, including the governor of Illinois, J.B. Pritzker, have been talking a lot about how the um, various states in the union currently are in all-out bidding wars, trying to get the vital supplies we need in order to handle our outbreaks of the fucking pandemic. Masks, gowns. Yeah, so they're going to manufacturers and, like, Washington, New York, California, and Illinois are all bidding the prices up for these essential products because there's not enough and because the federal government will not step in and say, hey, we're going to broker an agreement here that is between all of the states and will be distributed to each their needs. This can happen. This is an ability that the executive branch of our government has. And like a really basic one. It needs to be yeah. said that like this is this would be business as normal for any other administration. The the as of this recording, the president is debating using the War Powers Act, which would give him the ability to direct companies to start manufacturing things that we need. Well, he did use the War Power Act, but he won't act on it. That's and what so I'm private yeah. organizations are saying, like, does that apply to me? What are the specs that you need? I'm not going to buy the materials unless you can tell me what the fuck I'm supposed to be doing with them. Plus the fact that if you if you direct someone to make a ventilator, you need to make sure that they know how to make it. Yeah. So they won't release those specs. Yeah. There's there's so much going on that we are finding that is just like we said, made up. Yeah. It's just we all agreed to it for some reason. And not all of us agreed to it. It's just that's just we agreed to it because that's just how it is. Yeah. Enough of us agreed to it that the rest of us were scared because if you didn't agree to it, then the governmental power, the powers yeah. that be will crash down upon you. That's right. Currently, all of our states, which are like, you know, the majority of state governments, city governments are dirt fucking poor, are currently in these huge bidding wars going deep into debt, trying to get ventilators, masks, gowns, various protective gears. And the federal government said, well, try it on your own. And if you fail, we'll back you up, is what they've said to these local governments. Basically, fuck you. <laughs> so... <laughs> So I just I just want to ask, um, what is the union currently doing for us? We're currently in a bidding war. The federal government has not instated a UBI, hasn't instated a nationwide rent fees, hasn't done anything about the stock market, will not ensure that people are going to still have jobs to go back to after the crisis is over. 
And moreover, Donald Trump is saying that he wants everybody to go back to work regardless of whether it will kill a huge percentage of the population or not. Mm -hmm. And under these conditions, I ask the question, what the fuck is the purpose of having a federal government that we pay and lose money for them to do this to us? Speaking of paying them... They just decided that we don't have to pay taxes by a certain date. Oh, that's exciting. It was in April, and now it's July. It's another rule. Yeah, so... Yeah, whatever. You know, that's actually a good thing. I like that. Um, yeah, I don't I mean, think that good. we should be paying... Yeah, but even if they said, pay us our federal taxes, nobody should be paying federal taxes right now. Nobody. They don't deserve it. They aren't doing anything for us, so fuck them. You are gonna guess. <laughs> I'm just saying, it's the most American shit possible. Um, no taxation without representation. No taxation without getting benefit from the body which you're paying. There is no exchange here. We're giving a lot to the federal government currently. We are getting nothing back. The breakdown that's happened in Washington has been evident for a number of years. However, right now, in the midst of a crisis, we can't get people together to do literally anything. Remember the response for 9-11? And how fast that was? Even if it was dumb and wrong? <laughs> that, was pretty, that was pretty fast, yeah. Fast, dumb yeah. and wrong, but fast. It, it really, on, honestly, like... It's it, we could have had a recession or a a depression right after that. We did not. Because the federal government was still functional and mm -hmm. we could still make a unified effort in order to fight the effects of what was going on to combat a crisis. But right now, everybody in Washington is currently circle jerking, complaining about whether we should give the poors $1,000 to last them throughout the entirety of this multi-month pandemic, or if we should try and give them $1,000, when really what they should be talking about is if everybody should be getting $2,000, if we should suspend tax payments, rent payments, and other financial obligations that nobody has any hope in hell of paying for the foreseeable future. They can do that. They can do that. Because all this they shit can is just fake. give us money. Do you know why? Because money's made up. They could say, hey, grocery stores, we personally will expense you, but you're going to hand out groceries now. Nobody will bear the individual cost of groceries during this pandemic. It's possible. Mm -hmm. It's actually probably even the smart thing to do. But we, we can't get it done. You know what's really funny? If they did that, then more people would be healthier because more people could afford to eat. Yep. Like, exactly. it would be a paradise for many, many people. So the federal government is currently failing us in every meaningful way. Average Americans are fucked. And state governments are also fucked. And so even if they were trying to do good, which many of them are, mm -hmm. they have no resources to do so, no support from the federal government and no coordination. And so essentially, 
allies, the closest allies you could be, as in states in the same fucking country, are currently trying to outbid each other so that their population can live and another population of American citizens can die. That's what's happening right now. And you could say, oh, the government is is doing research and letting other countries have have had a lot of luck in making tests and providing respirators and other equipment to their citizens. They could do the same for us. And I'm sure that uh, our government is saying, now nah, we, we're good. Yeah. And even just the thing about like if the federal government were to coordinate a bid for all states to say, this is what we will pay you as the United States for these ventilators, masks and gowns. It is a large amount and you will give it to us or else we'll take it from you. Uh, I didn't say that. I didn't say that. Um, but like, <laughs> you know, I have it recorded. <laughs> you say here is a big ass bid and then we get it because, you know, if you're working with larger numbers and then the federal government could go about divvying up what each state needs according to their to their need to the amount of people who are sick there so like probably new york gets a lot seattle gets a lot california chicago but instead we have to fight each other you could just direct people to start producing things and say we will pay for the cost of this the the workers, the materials, the like, like everything like you, you make this at cost. And we could even say we will pay cost plus like five percent or something cost plus one cent. Exactly. Like unit. they could they like we could say since we have to direct you to retool and everything like that, you will make a small profit on these devices and then we will then we will take them and give them to where they need to be yeah they're not even doing that and that is not out there at all it's completely within the confines of like the type of laissez-faire capitalism that has existed in the united states for hundreds of years Mm -hmm. it's very average shit my friends we should all be at our respective harbors throwing stuff into the into the river yeah however don't do that because that would involve getting close yeah, to each would, other that would well also that would hurt the environment yeah that's true uh however <laughs> we should all be asking ourselves what is the united states for if it can't even do this and the answer is it's for nothing that's my unironic states rights argument the United States isn't doing anything for individual states right now. So like unironically, each state is having to flex their own powers as a individual actor currently. As long as we're in this period of time, why do we need to be beholden to a federal government for anything? They're not really improving the lives of American citizens right now. And so, you know, man, fuck the union. <laughs> Washington is beyond dysfunctional. We can't get anything done. So um, how about we just clean out Washington? Like not a single one of them, all of them, even the ones that I like. Nobody stays in office after this. You're talking about like the election in November. Just vote everybody out. Everybody needs to go this time. And in two years, everybody who's serving currently don't care how they're doing. Get them out of there. Mm hmm. 
Get them out of there. The United States can't survive like this. Also, where's Joe Biden? That was one of my bullet points. <laughs> I could say something about that. I was reading about like someone's opinion on that. And one of, one of their points was, even if it's a crappy president, we need one president. We can't have like two people competing for leadership right now. However, what I say to that is you can't have someone saying, no, the leader is wrong. I am I am better. So you should listen to me because they don't actually have any power. Joe Biden could have weekly live streams about what to do, where to go. Telling people how to wash their hands he could be doing that. We need support for legi- for life-saving legislation currently. Yeah. Bernie Sanders is that, currently yeah. doing that. I'm not saying that we need somebody also acting like the leader of the Uni- of the United States of America. We need somebody who has strong leadership who's saying accurate information. Yes. And it seems like the Democratic frontrunner would be that person, but Joe Biden has been, you know, conspicuously absent from the conversation. That's the episode, I think. I don't know. It was all over the place. I don't have anything helpful to say. There's nothing that we can do about this on a on a massive scale that doesn't involve fundamental change. There is things that we can do, but they are on a on a local scale. And there are organizations that can hear local food bank, uh, different organizations in your area that are helping people because the federal government is completely failing us right now. Yeah. Your right. local government, probably not as yeah. much. That's actually, that's actually a positive point. I think if there should be one takeaway from what I'm saying is like, This is showing us how little national politics actually do for us on a day-to-day basis. What matters are your local politics right now. Federal government will not save us. What will save us is connecting to what's going on in your area and figuring out how you can help influence the practices that are going on in your government. Does your city have a rent freeze going? If not... Call the mayor. Call the mayor. Tip tap away on Twitter. Try and get your friends to to also make a stink about it because it's unacceptable. Are people going hungry? Are your are your schools still giving out meals? These are the things that will save lives in the long run because there's nothing that we can do about Washington right now. It's a mess beyond anybody's comprehension or ability to fix particularly before the next election. There's something that we, uh, again, that we need to remember. We have made up government. Government can be useful. Government can be important. But we did make it up. It is an invention that humans made up. And it is a formalized version of community, a formalized and at large version of community. What we have, we still have community. We still have local government that is more directly in touch with what the people need. We have state governments that are more in touch with what people need and are hopefully have people that will fight for their citizens. Clearly they do, like some of them do, because they're in bidding wars over vital supplies. But 
the federal government is com- is completely useless right now. Completely. Yeah. And I will say another one more positive thing. The way that our government, our federal government is set up, the way that the power, where the power resides in this country is very helpful right now because the power, a lot of the power are in the states. And the states are able to do a lot, even if the federal government is completely out of its mind. Yeah. So basically, tear your eyes away from the national news right now and focus inwards towards your own community. Nobody is going to protect us. We're the only ones who can. So reach out to the people who you know who need help and make sure that you're paying attention to your representatives and tell them that the conditions which we are currently going into the next month are entirely unacceptable. And what can we do to fix it? Call your friends, call your elderly friends, call your friends, their, your family that are immunocompromised. See how they're doing. See if there is a Meals on Wheels or, or organization like that in your area. And remember, there are primaries coming up. Clean out everybody. There are local primaries coming up in your state. Look to see what primaries are happening, who is on the ballot this year, because your state government, your local government, your mayors, your your governors, they're either term limited or they usually have a four year term. So see who is up for election, because if you get enough people together in your area, then your local representative will freak out and start fighting for you. Essentially, right now, the only people who can watch out for us is ourselves. That's right. Unironically, states' rights, communities first, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. <laughs> You're just done. Like, I'm very done. <laughs> <laughs> we, like, no fooling. We started this episode like three times. Yeah. Because we were done with the federal government even before we started. <laughs> focus on your on your community on the people in your community on the people that you can directly connect to and if everybody does that then we're going to get through this okay if we if we pull together if we don't depend on those dipshits in washington and uh just focus on your city your town your neighborhood your borough whatever Ever. One of the things that's happening right now is that there's a lot of despair over our federal government, and there should be because they control a lot of important things that would really, if they were doing a better job, much improve our probabilities of survival as a commu- as a um, country. However, they're not doing that. And that's so we right. need to turn inwards, dig deep and figure out how we do it for ourselves. Protect the people in your community, community defense, etc. Other words. Ah! <laughs> Roll the music. All right, let's um, uh, what what do you do? You have something happy? Fuck yeah! Oh whoa! All right. <laughs>
Then let's hear it. What's what's going on? Animal Crossing. That's right. Animal, but, Animal Crossing caught a whole bunch out. of tarantulas and made two hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, tarantulas it was ugh. not fun. The tarantulas knock you out. Um, it's a How? good game. They run up to you and they beat your ass. I don't know. How big are these tarantulas? Ah. How do they beat you up? Ah. They're not venomous. Yeah, I don't know. They okay. are the other aggressive type of they're an aggressive type of insect. I don't really understand the reasoning for that. They even talk about how docile they are in the explanation of tarantulas that you get when you donate it to the <laughs> museum. But like, you know, video game logic. Everything yeah. doesn't need to make sense. But Animal um, Crossing is out and everybody's happy about it. It's really good. It is like the only good thing. What's making you happy? Okay, so there there are two things that are making me happy, and they are connected. So stay with me. All right, Nicole? Just stay with me. I'm a mute. (laughs) (laughs) Don't mute. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Marble racing. There was a viral tweet that, that said, day four without sports. And it was part of a, a video of this guy that does marble racing. And if you haven't heard about it, I'm going to link the YouTube channel in the show notes. It is it, it shouldn't be this compelling, but it is. It's a guy that puts marbles in a in a run and calls it like it's you know it's a race like he's the yellow one's in front and oh now now glassy's coming in behind him and it it's it's it looks so well done is it gel's <laughs> marble racing gel's marble racing yes i'm sending it to my dad he likes the racy cars it is zoom, zoom. so good the last race that they had this past weekend had sixteen thousand viewers damn for marble racing. Marbula one. <laughs> yes. The Marbula one race. And the thing is, that is one of three types of races that they have. Okay. So to continue, I was watching marble racing. I've been, I've been binging those, right? One. It's so the YouTube algorithm for one time gave me something else. Diecast racing. Hot Wheels, Tamika, <laughs> they have, they put the toy cars in runs and they call those like races. And the thing is about that, the marble races have a lot of, a lot going on, like, because it's a continuous race, like they, they change positions and everything. The die cast racing has two announcers that talk about the cars that that they there's like a little storyline behind it that it's hilarious and i will link that as well it's 3d bot maker uh diecast leak oh my god i've been watching the hell out of that too this fucking marble shit is dope it is and it shouldn't be why did i cuss so much i've lost my mind i i mean <laughs> that's been gone for years um but <laughs> i had it back for the last episode hmm <laughs> yeah um <laughs> you can you can believe that but yeah it's it's just uh it's so good i showed it to my wife 
and she's like, what? What are you what are you talking about? And I, I put on um, Marble Race. She, she's like, I don't know why I was so into that, but I was. I'm like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> what the fuck? This is eight minutes. Jesus Christ. That is a shorter race. They have one for 15 minutes. The the diecast racing, their normal video is like 10 to 15 minutes because they have descriptions of the cars and the racers and talking about previous racing. There's a I, I could go on and on about this. I, I, I love it so much. I'm really glad for you, friend. Oh, my God. It's so great. Um, <laughs> I haven't found like a new thing that is really that I can really get into. And this is it. So anyway, uh, 3D Bot Maker Racing and uh, Gels Marble Runs. Uh, like I said, there will be links to both of those YouTube channels in the in the show notes. Check them out there. And we all have a lot of time on their hands now. So binge all of those. There are there are tens of hours of of these of these little toy races that shouldn't be as compelling as they are they're good but they are yeah it's great so um with that thanks for listening to i shouldn't have to say this i am so sorry <laughs> <laughs> nicole apologizes for this entire episode <laughs> Um, but if you want to learn more about today's topic, especially especially the marble racing, you really want to hear that, see that. Then we have the links in the show notes. Like I said, if you have any thoughts or opinions or suggestions, we would love to hear some suggestions about topics that you would want us to talk about. What do you think that we would have a good spin on? What what ideas do you think? do you want to hear us talk about then you can email us at say this cast at gmail.com or you can follow us on twitter that is say this cast on there dms are open we check that all the time you can also go to say this and listen to previous episodes like i said we have a lot of time on our hands most of our episodes are pretty evergreen they're just stuff that is important that we talk about just so if you cool want to hear yeah, um, we try to make these episodes as evergreen as possible so they can, you can listen to them at any time. Share them with your friends. Uh, that would be really helpful for us and for the show. Uh, and send them to saythiscast.com. If you'd like to support the show, like I said, send them to your friends, your family, anybody that you think would be interested in the show. And you can go to our Patreon. That is patreon.com slash saythiscast. And there we have different levels and you can uh, have more a more direct effect on the show. Pick different topics, suggest your own topics and you know we'll definitely we'll definitely put those on you can get the show early all of this stuff so go to patreon.com slash say this cast and nicole where can we find you online you can find me on twitter at jack of three trades and that is three as in the number and you'll know it's me if you see nicole noted eel appreciator we have covered your love of eels definitely on the last episode i love eels they're just little dudes Anyways, yeah. <laughs> where can they find you? <laughs> you can find me on Twitter at Press Start Lock, and you can go on Twitch and follow me on on there. Press Start Morlock. Uh, I do a political chat twice a week, uh, 11 p.m. on Tuesdays and 3 p.m. on Fridays. We have a great community there. Uh, we have a lot of fun. 
Uh, so you should check that out. All of our music, by the way, is by Mustin, M-U-S-T-I-N. If you want to hear more or buy music from Mustin, uh, store.mustinenterprises.com. And I will, I do want to say, in this time where we're all doing social distancing, we're all trying to stay healthy, art, especially musicians, artists, who depend on doing shows, doing tours, they're hurting right now. So if you can go to people's band camps, go to iTunes, go wherever and purchase their music, then especially independent artists that self-publish on Bandcamp, then please do it because it's incredibly helpful for them. I shouldn't have to say this, is a member of the Planetside Podcast Network. You can learn more at planetsidepodcast.com. Also, if the federal government were handling divvying out food right now, Michael Huckabee would not be wiping his ass with corn husks <laughs> and cops. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I haven't stopped thinking about that tweet. Apparently. That is that that's really that's really messing you up. It is. It'll represent a paradigm shift for you. <laughs> <laughs> there's before the Mike Huckabee tweet and after that's that that's what it is <laughs> yeah yeah this is that's me. your life this is my brain after the Mike Huckabee tweet I'm sure that it will heal but for now I'm done though.